Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Recently, I was feeling overwhelmed with all of the responsibilities I was juggling in my work and personal life. I signed up for BetterHelp and scheduled my first online therapy session. To be honest, I was a little nervous about meeting with a therapist online, but I was matched with a great therapist who offered me a fantastic experience. She helped me tremendously in our first session, and I noticed an instant difference in my mental health. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can also message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions whenever it's convenient for you. If you're matched with a therapist who isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, you also get more scheduling flexibility and a more affordable price, especially when you get 10% off your first month by signing up at betterhelp.com MFRP. That's betterhelp.com MFRP. Check it out and sign up today. Hello and welcome to the Motivation for Regular People podcast, where you'll find all the inspiration you need to start, continue, and finish the goals that matter most to you. My name is Brady Ross, and I'm so glad that you've decided to tune in today. I'm going to do my best to give you as much value as possible in a short time. Before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to the show if this is your first time listening or if you haven't subscribed in the past. This way you'll get all our future episodes delivered directly to your podcast feed right when they come out. We release a new episode each Thursday, and we also try to mix in a few bonus episodes each month as well. Whenever you subscribe, you'll always have our new episodes in your feed when they become available. Today we have a very special guest, and I'm not just saying that. To be honest with you, I don't know if I would have a podcast if not for the person who you're about to hear from. Alex Sanfilippo is the founder of PodPros. PodPros is a service that was created to elevate the voices of independent podcasters and their guests. You'll hear more about PodPros and PodMatch, one of the services that PodPros oversees in this episode. You'll also hear about the connection between service and motivation and why in order to maintain long-term motivation, you have to have a purpose that exists outside of yourself. I absolutely cannot wait for you to hear this conversation. So let's dive right in. Here's Alex Sanfilippo. Hey, Alex, it's good to have you on the show today. Thanks for coming. Yeah, Brady, I'm really excited to be here, man. Looking forward to adding some value today. Yeah. So Alex, as we mentioned a little bit in the intro, he's the founder of a podcasting software called Podmatch. And when I first started thinking about getting into podcasting, I learned about Podmatch. And Alex, you can speak to this a little more in a minute if you want. But essentially what Podmatch does is they match podcast hosts with potential guests and they match people who want to go on podcast as a guest with potential hosts and shows to guest on. And so Alex, whether he knew it or not at the time, had a big role in me getting my podcast off the ground. And so Alex, just as we start, I so appreciate what you've put together and all that you do to help podcasters. Brady, I'm absolutely 
I'm just honored to hear that. Like I, I, today I've been listening to your podcast and you're doing such a good job The the small role I've played, I I'm extremely thankful for. So I appreciate you sharing that and a little bit more about Podmatch real quick. Cause I, I don't think we're going to get into the mechanics of it too much, but just so for listeners today, they're not like, okay, what the heck are they talking about? Right. Podmatch is basically the dating app of podcasting. It's the way we like to put it. So if you're the host and you're looking for a guest and you're saying, I want someone who has a, a church ministry background, it'll find you that person. Or if you're the guest saying, Hey, I want to go on podcasts that are about golf. It'll find you those golf podcasts. You can message in the platform, you can schedule and do it all. And that was just a big need in the industry when I got into it. And that's what we created. And uh, uh, Brady, I just want to give that overview because I, I, again, I don't think there's any need for us to get into what it's actually about, what it's doing, but there's a lot around the idea of actually building a business around this type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I appreciate that bit of context. I think what I'm curious about right now is what motivated you to start this platform and what motivates you to do what you do for podcasters. Yeah, so it's it's a bit of a story here, but I have a 15 year background in aerospace. Actually, Brady is where I, is where I came from. Um, now, before anyone who's listening gets super excited about that, I'm going to give you three disclaimers. I wasn't an astronaut, I wasn't a skydiver, and I wasn't a fighter pilot. Um, so now that you know my job was behind a computer, I was actually working in a company that did parts manufacturing for smaller aircraft, all focused below the atmosphere. So we weren't anything space or anything like that. But I loved it, man. If, if I, I'll tell you what, if there's one thing that was made for, I, I believe it's it's business, it's entrepreneurship, like systems, building things like that just made sense to me. And uh, that was my, my again, 15-year background. And then after 15 years, I transitioned. That's when I started Podmatch. And today, I'm a full-time software founder. Uh, I learned that's called SaaS, software as a service. So here I am, an, a busy entrepreneur building software, which is something that is totally different than the aerospace background I just said. And I know we've got a lot of gaps to fill now, but again, like the thousand foot view, view of what I've done and where I've come from, uh, it's all from aerospace to now software. Yeah, that's incredible. I love that. What a transition. So thinking about where you are now and even what the past few years have been like in starting this and building it up from what it is. What is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? What excites you the most about what you get to do? Man, it, it's so for me, it's rooted in, in serving people. So for me personally, I don't mean to push faith on anybody, but like I'm a follower of Jesus from the Bible and my life is about loving people and serving people. And I have just made a devotion to, to do that any way that I can. And knowing that I'm helping people get their message heard and even elevated through podcasting is something that I absolutely love. I'm excited to wake up every day knowing today I'm going to get to help somebody, right? Like I'm going to get to help somebody get their, get that message that somebody else needs. They're going to actually be able to make that connection. They're going to get heard. And I'll tell you what, that, that is what I have allowed in my mind to, to grow and develop as my motivation for doing what I do. And man, I'll tell you what, I, I really, I'm motivated and excited to wake up every single day to do this. I love hearing that. And it's cool to think about the connection between motivation and service. We're 30 something episodes in at this point. And I don't know if that's really a topic that we've dug into much. And it's not just relevant for a ministry context. Again, we share that worldview. We're both followers of Jesus. But even in a business perspective, I've come to realize that good business and good sales is born out of that desire to serve people. And so it's cool to think about like what motivates you, what motivates me, what motivates others to view business and other avenues as an opportunity for service. Man, it's interesting. This is the first time this has come up uh, on, on the podcast. I'm, I'm honored to be the first one. I hope that it becomes a trend in every episode. But I think that if you really want to have long-term motivation, it has to go beyond yourself. And reason being, if I set the goal to 
uh, what are software founders goals usually are, are like one of two things. One, grow to a certain amount of users, as they call it, or two, reach a certain level of of uh, MRR, so monthly recurring revenue. Like, so it's user base or monthly recurring revenue. And, and those are things that software people go after. But what I've realized is so many of these people that I meet that have those things as a goal, when they reach that point, it actually is demotivating. Because then they just realize, okay, I got to set a higher one and do another one. I got to work even harder now to go from a thousand people to 10,000 people, from 10,000 to a hundred. And that goal just keeps on going. And I, I call that an outcome-based goal. Like you, you, you have to have an outcome in order to reach that and to, to remain motivated. You have to keep on building a bigger goal, which just means more, to me, more work, right? right? And so for me, I just decided like, I'm not going to have an outcome-based goal with this. My job is to serve one person every single day. If I can serve that one podcaster who needs me most or that one podcast guest who needs me most, then I did good today by serving people. It's not outcome-based. All I got to do is wake up and have the mindset of like, I'm not just here for myself. I'm here to lead with value. I'm here to, to seek to serve somebody else. And I'll tell you what, man, by doing that, my motivation doesn't seem to falter as much than if I set, again, an outcome-based goal based on revenue or membership. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing how your motivation can grow when it gets to the point where it's bigger than yourself. And I think about examples like there's an old story with John Rockefeller where they asked him how much money he needed to be happy. And he said just a little bit more. And then there's stories about athletes like Tom Brady, who wins six Super Bowls and still talks about that never ending drive to continue winning, even knowing that that's never going to satisfy you. And again, not to make this overly faith based, because my hope with the podcast is that it's accessible for people, regardless of their religious association or background. But for this context, I think about the story of John 4, where Jesus is speaking with the woman at the well. And the message there is she's drawing from this well and getting this water that is ultimately not satisfying. And what she needs is the living water that Jesus makes available. And there's obviously an undertone of salvation there, but then there's also this connection to the greater message of Jesus and what his ministry was all about, which was uplifting and serving others. Yeah, that's so good. And by the way, anyone who's not who's listening to this and they're like, oh, but I'm I'm not a not a Christian or not following Jesus, that's fine. We can all admit he's a good guy, right? So at the very least, we can all pull from that story still. But you use the other two more. I guess modest, like Jesus was like the ultimate example, right? But the other two, like you mentioned, Tom Brady, Rockefeller, like those individuals are the best of the best at what they do. And and I'll be real, maybe to hit that point of becoming a billionaire or somebody that's world recognized, you might actually have to think that way. I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not trying to sell myself short. I never plan on becoming the richest person in the world or the most well-known person on the planet. As a matter of fact, I'm not, again, not going to put that pressure on myself. That seems demotivating because once you're there, you're not there forever. Think about it. At one point, Jeff Bezos was the richest person in the world. And today he's not. Someone else is. And tomorrow he might be again. And Tom Brady is currently the, the best quarterback who's ever lived. But you know what? We got this guy Mahomes coming up that maybe might actually shatter his record. So it's one of those things. It's like, man, now you have to fight. And it's harder to motivate yourself when you're already at the top because now you're not trying to achieve anything. You're just trying to maintain it. And again, to maybe be the best of the best in the world at any given thing, maybe you have to have that mindset. But in the day, we have to get comfortable with what I call good enough. Like I know that I'm serving people. I might not ever help a million people in my life or anything like that. But hey, one every day, I'm really happy with. And at the end of the day, I, I just have told myself, you know what? I have to be okay with enough because that's a sweet spot of motivation and sanity I found, right? Like mm -hmm. uh, of being able to actually to enjoy life 
and add value at the same time without killing myself to become something that that's an icon that maybe isn't the best thing for me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even with the example that you shared, which is helping one person every day and that being good enough, you still think about how that compounds over time. I feel like the book Atomic Habits gets mentioned on maybe every podcast, if not every other podcast. But (laughs) (laughs) if you help one person a day with podcasting, that ends up being 365 people over the course of the year. Even if you only do that 50% of the time, that's still close to 200 people. And it's maybe not something that you can do in a day, although... I might push back and say there's over 200 people that are benefiting from Podmatch each day, if not more. But to stay within the purpose of this conversation, even, yeah, that's just one person a day consistently over time. That ends up making a massive difference in the end. I think the question that I have, so we're talking about this person who embraces the idea of good enough and who places the higher emphasis on serving others. From your perspective, what keeps most people from living with that sort of mindset? the society we live in and i don't mean to like go all like big picture here but if you think about it our minds have shifted since social media became a thing uh since the the shift in even like what the agenda is behind movies government all these things we praise all the wrong things in many ways so we have a misconception of of what actually matters often and so for for a lot of what we do, I'll use social media as the example because it's easiest and I don't want to get into politics because that gets into a mess. And I'm not a very political person anyway. So I don't want somebody to reach out and have all these questions and be like, I don't know, right? So <laughs> I'll go with social media because I'm, I'm in that world every day. But I'll tell you what, like most of what we see is a total vanity metric. Everyone talks about how many followers do you have? Oh, do, look how many likes I got on this or look how many people watch my video or look how, right? We We have all these things, but the truth is, what value is that adding? Is it doing anything for that person, for you? Like, what's the point? And so for a lot of people, they're like, man, if it doesn't help like a ton of people, it's just not worth it. I want to change the world. Like I've heard that just so many times. What happened to the one person who needs you, right? And again, I keep on going back to that, but I just find that when we reframe our minds away from everything having to be big numbers, right? Like everything has to be like getting noticed, making a big impact and say, what can I do to help one person today? Or what can I do to make one little difference in something today? That makes a much bigger difference. It makes a much bigger dent. Let's just use this as an example, Brady. Like imagine if every single person who heard this today helped one person that's maybe their neighbor, like every person helped the person that lives closest to them today. That would make a big impact in the on the planet just with this one podcast. Now, if every single person just helped one instead of all of us saying, I've got to, I got to help a million people or it's just not worth my time. I, I got to get more likes. I got to get more subscribers. I got to do more, 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 more. That chase of more eventually turns into it to demotivation. And I'll, I'll quickly use podcasting as an example and turn this back over to you. Uh, Brady, you're, you're making it podcasting. You're doing a really good job. You have already passed. I looked at the numbers just before this. 87% of people who start a podcast will, would have already stopped at the point that you're at. Wow. Most people who start, not all of them, but most of them have a desire to help and serve somebody, right? But they look at the downloads and like, oh, it's not really enough. It's not worth my time, right? Mm -hmm. If it's not millions, what's the point of me doing this? If I'm not going to become the next Joe Rogan, why am I doing this? And again, we're putting something on ourselves that I find ultimately becomes a demotivator. We think we should because society has told us this is right. This is what you should go after. But the reality of it is and the way our minds work, it's the exact opposite of that. 100%. And I think that mindset shift is so powerful. Like, we'll just get real here. You know, I'll look at my metrics for an episode, and it may have 
30, 35 listens. And to some people, they're going to think like you said, well, if thousands of people aren't downloading my content, then it's not worth it. But, and this isn't to make me out to be, you know, holier, more righteous than I actually am or anything like that. But I sometimes will look at those numbers and I'll talk with my wife at the end of the day, at the end of the day. And I'm like, wow, 30 people are taking the time to listen to something that I'm putting out there. And it's just very humbling to think about whether it's 30 or three or 3000, like anyone taking the time to engage with something that you're putting out there. But then the other thing that I think about in light of what you just shared is the power of helping one person versus thinking about impacting the masses. I remember being a high school baseball player and don't get fooled. I was the worst player on my team, but I had the (laughs) last spot on the end of the bench. And I remember our coach saying to us before one season started, kind of taking us through this exercise. First, he's asking us questions like who won the World Series 10 years ago? I think maybe one person out of the entire group knew. And then he's asking what movie made the most in the box office five years ago. I don't think anybody remembered that one. And then he shifts and starts asking questions about who are the three people in your life that have had the greatest impact on who you are today? Or who's the friend that you would call first if you had good news to share, if you were going through a hard time? And so I think this speaks to what you're saying, which is we tend to overemphasize impacting the masses while forgetting about the true difference that it can make to just do what you wish you could do for millions of people or thousands of people, but just doing it for one person. So I think that's such a great application. You've mentioned a couple examples already. What's something that we haven't talked about yet that you think might represent a small step toward this kind of living that we're talking about for someone who's hearing what we're saying and they're thinking, I want to live that way, but I don't know where to start. How would you encourage them? Yeah. First off, it's a matter of reframing your mind, right? So like we've already talked about, you got to reframe your mind. In some ways that might mean getting off of things like social media or dropping off listening to to the news or getting out of pop culture a little bit. Unless of course that happens to be your lane that you, you're you in, right? But if you can maybe disconnect yourself a little bit, I'm not saying become like a, uh, like someone who doesn't use any, anything digital, right? Like no, nothing like no, no TVs, no this, no that. I'm not saying that, right? I, go for it, do all those things, but you have to at the very least have something you can do every day to pull yourself away from it. So I think that's the first thing is reframing our mindset is to, okay, society's saying this and telling us this, but I know that that's not right and retraining it. Past that, I believe it comes into first and foremost, celebrating the little wins. As a matter of fact, you talked about this in episode 19, which aired on June 8th, 2023 uh, with Holly Francis. And I encourage anyone who's listening to this who hasn't heard episode 19 with Holly, go back and listen to that. Uh, I wrote it down because it really spoke to me, but... uh, Holly was saying that we have to value the little things when it comes to motivation and we have to celebrate the tiny wins along the way. Uh, give yourself credit for what you're accomplishing. Like these are all things that she talked about uh, and, and you brought up as well. You had some great points in that episode. Again, I encourage people to go back and listen to that, but it's so true. If I do a good job helping somebody in a day, I can't be like, check, done, help somebody, right? Yeah, sure. I might, I might actually check something off a list because I love checking things off a list. It helps motivate me, but at the end of the day, I can celebrate that and say, you know what? Somebody told us today, uh, me and the team, and I'll, I'll, we'll share this together and say, you know what? Somebody said that the only reason they didn't quit their podcast was because we actually helped them with something. How exciting is that, that that person's going to go impact 20 or 30 people that are listening every single week? That is amazing, that impact that we got to have in that one person's life. And we'll celebrate that. And the thing is, again, going to like typical software people, that is not worth celebrating. As a matter of fact, 
like a quote unquote, a real software founder be like, you're an idiot for celebrating that. Like, that's literally what I would hear from someone be like, I can't believe you're wasting your time with one person. Like if you're not, you know, if you're not, if you're wasting your time, even talking to people using your software, you're already doing it wrong. And yes, I admit if I had a billion dollar software company, that's how you get there. Right. But at the end of the day, again, I'm not trying to do that. So it's going back to celebrating these little wins. And whenever we do something that is just, that's good, right. We've talked about this for four months. We finally were able to implement it. It's a good thing. Let's celebrate that little win. Doing that, I think, helps not only do what I just mentioned before this, which is reframing your mindset, but also keeps you in this, this like re-motivation, if you will, right? Like you're just constantly getting filled up and, and motivated more and more to keep on running because it's like, man, we're making things happen. Every day, something amazing is going on versus saying, oh, man. We got to get 10,000 people. We got 5,000 so far. It's going to be a grind the rest of the year. We got to stay motivated, right? Because that's what you typically hear. So again, it, it's, it's again, sharing the opposite of what most people say, but celebrating those little wins every day, Brady, is something that's helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. It's so important and it helps you build momentum too, as opposed to if you were only ever focusing on the gap, like you're saying, that's demotivating because in a way it's like a moving target. Kind of like we talked about earlier. If you're always focused on what's next, you never acknowledge how far you've come, you never get a chance to celebrate. And eventually, I imagine you reach the point where it feels like your goals are unattainable and you either give up or you're not making the progress that you made before. But when you celebrate those wins, however small they are, you're acknowledging the process or the progress that you've made so far and you're giving yourself that extra push, that extra drive to continue. So I think that's so good. Alex, this has been such a fun conversation. I've enjoyed you know, taking some notes even as you're talking and just hearing your perspective on what you do and why you do it. If there's anyone who wants to learn more about you or about Podmatch or anything that you're working on, where can people find you? Yeah, everything, including Podmatch, is at our our umbrella, if you will, which is podpros.com. Uh, but ultimately, Brady, I recommend people hang out with you. You got a great show here. Like I said, thoroughly enjoyed it. Learned something myself even. So you're, you're doing a killer job here. It's just an honor to be here with you today. Well, Alex, I appreciate it a lot. And I thank you again for the role that you've played and the pod match has played in helping me start this. And I'm looking forward to hopefully continuing it for a long time. I'm excited for that, man. I'll, I look forward to following your journey. Hey, I appreciate it. Before we wrap up, let me tell you about one more opportunity that will help you unlock your motivation and pursue your most important goals. If you're anything like me, you start the new week with a lot of excitement. You have big plans and you can't wait to see what happens. Once the week gets going, though, you may have something unexpected come on your plate or you may simply start to feel overwhelmed by all of the tasks that you have to juggle. And it can be difficult to finish the week with the same amount of motivation that you had when you started. If this is a feeling you can relate to, go to my website at bradyross.com and sign up for my midweek momentum newsletter. Each Tuesday, I'll send you a short email with a thought, quote, or reflection, often based on the podcast from the week before. This boost of momentum will help you finish your week with the same amount of drive and determination that you had when you started. After you sign up, you'll receive a free instant download of the introduction in chapter one of my book, Seven Steps to Dominate Your Day and Crush Your Goals. You'll learn how to maximize the power and potential of each day by planning in advance what you want to accomplish. This newsletter is completely free. I won't spam you. I won't sell your information. And you can unsubscribe at any time if for whatever reason you don't find the content helpful. I simply want to help you carry your motivation through the end of the week and give you the boost you need to start doing more of the work that matters. And I think that you'll ultimately find both the information in the email and the timing of it very helpful. 
So if you're interested, you can sign up today at BradyRoss.com. That's B-R-A-D-Y-R-O-S-S.com. And we'll include that link in the show notes as well. Once again, thanks for listening to today's show. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you're willing to leave us a rating, that would be awesome as well. Any positive feedback helps us grow this community and spread the word to others who may find the content helpful. As we wrap up, remember, you already have all of the motivation that you need, and it's up to you to decide what you'll do with it. 